0: have uh, mining ordinance. Did you all get a draft of the? And it was on the website.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah. I guess on the website,
2: I indicated that we would be looking at um, the first three pages. Get this section. Forty-seven six forty-two through forty-seven six forty-five, but that I mean, just for people, they can comment on that. I don't know if you want to go past that if time allows. But we didn't receive any comments um, after the ones that you have in your packet already. So you have you have a copy of. Two email comments that we received after our last meeting um, and we haven't received any since then so you have everything in front of you.
0: So I would like to go I would like to go right down in you know, an organized manner right according to the proposed uh, ordinance here and the first one is the purpose. Are there any questions or Comments on that particular part. That, and that's the very <coughs> opening statement. <of> the- <coughs> Could you repeat that? He was coughing. I
3: <clears throat>
0: on the ordinance, we're going to follow. We're going to follow the draft. And the very first part is the purpose. That's. The purpose of the ordinance so if there's I was asking for any comments or anything on that particular portion
4: on, on number F on F and your agenda yeah. yes we're in we're into yeah. the we're into the <laughs>
0: sand mine ordinance
4: correct oh. yes we okay. wait, wait. Go ahead. Close. Hi, I'm Sandra Humphrey, I'm from Toma. and... Okay. and all this only... This, what we want is we, if, if you want to address
0: the purpose. That's where we are. We want to address banning. All right. That's not on the agenda. That came up last month as well. We cannot right. discuss that. That's not on our agenda. What's on our agenda is,
4: is, a, is the ordinance. Well, if we had known that, I would have asked for some public comments and talked about this. We were prepared to speak during the public
5: comment period. But you said it would have to do with the, the sand mining we'd wait until the sand F, mining. So we would like to make our comments then under the
0: public comment item C. Where is the committee on that? Do you want to go, do you want to open that back up again?
4: Sure.
0: Okay. All right, so... Um,
6: oh, I, I would like to make the point that um, as an ordinance, you could have an ordinance of banning. So why would that not be proper under this discussion?
0: Because, because we're looking in, at an ordinance. Everything, everything that's written that we have in front of us.
6: So are you only gonna discuss what's written? No no
0: alteration
6: to what's written, is that what you're saying? Certainly we
0: could take alterations, okay. but I don't feel I don't feel banning is that's a separate subject. No, that's, that's part, that's I part promise of a, a non metallic
6: mining ordinance. Here's
0: here's this is what this is gonna be the end of it. Is I told told people last month that that will be on the agenda, and we will discuss that, and we will, if the committee moves that forward to the full county board, we will do that.
6: Okay, so could you explain exactly how that impacts public input? Because I'm a little confused at what point public can have input into this you can ordinance. Have, you can
0: have input to the ordinance as we go through it. That That was... Okay. This is about the fourth month, third month that we've tried to accomplish this and, and it's not on the agenda. We're not supposed to talk about it because because it's a different subject. It, yes, it has something to do with the non-metallic mining and, and so on.
4: This particular... Do if we have were... anybody
6: taking minutes?
4: Well then, yes. um, okay, can we go back to the public comment then since it's not on the agenda? Yes. And so you have three months. How, how do we you. get it on the I agenda? I won't need that. But um, an overwhelming number of county residents, as um, and I can give you some petitions to um, verify that, do not want another frac sand mine in Monroe County. So we request that you ban new frac sand mines and expansions of current mines. We don't want new mines regulated because to regulate a mine is to allow it, to legalize it, to normalize it and it's simply too harmful to our quality of life, as countless communities in Wisconsin can now attest. That's why we submitted at your last meeting a sample ordinance, which is now on your website, by the way, that bans rather than regulates new frac sand mines and the expansion of existing mines. We want you to seriously consider banning existing, banning new mines and expanding uh, existing ones.
0: Anybody else?
7: Yes, I would like to. I'm Betty Beck, and um, I appreciate being here and being heard and speaking um, in Monroe County. I live in Ridgeville, and um, all of you are, I appreciate you being our elected officials and that uh, you are... Serving us, your constituents, and um, we need you in Monroe County to serve us. You have duties and responsibilities to us that I know you work hard at to serve. And we want you to protect our rights for our health, safety, and welfare. Um, Not only mine and those around us, but also our children, our grandchildren, and those who can't speak for themselves. I've worked in healthcare all my life, and I ask that you consider the ramifications of having frac sand mining um, in in this area, and the um, how the dangers that it imposes upon all of us, and that we would really like you to consider to say no to any more frac sand mining.
0: Thank you.
8: Thank
7: you. Um.
9: Branching off of the like health effects, I have a couple of... Can I have your name? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm Sarah Hansen. I grew up in Sparta. Um, and I'm a college student. But just some facts about like the health risks that this poses to our communities here in the surrounding areas. Silicosis is the primary disease that is caused by breathing silica dust that is produced by frac sand mining. The Wisconsin DNR conducted a study that documented the health risks of silica dust and concluded it meets the definition of a known carcinogenic hazardous air pollutant. When silica dust blows off of mine sites and off the backs of trucks and transportation, it is called fugitive dust. And this dust may be visible or it may be invisible, but it still poses a deadly threat to the quality of the air we breathe. In 2011, citizens petitioned the Wisconsin DNR to adopt and enforce an air quality standard of three micrograms of silica per cubic meter of air, the standard that California has currently adopted. The Wisconsin DNR denied the petition. Turning a blind eye to the problem doesn't stop the harm. According to the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health, 75 people have died of silicosis between 1996 and 2005 in Wisconsin in our state. Most of these victims were mining and manufacturing workers, the people that we want to have jobs. But those numbers could change as more citizens are exposed to higher levels of silica dust. Thank you.
10: I'd just like to uh, you know, maybe set the record straight a little bit there on the, the reason that the DNR refused to adopt that was because they did put out fugitive air monitors throughout the state, and they've been monitoring those for quite some time. And to date, there's only been two hits ever, and one was agriculture, and one was unexplained, and was nowhere near a, a, a sand mine. So the fugitive dust monitors for the DNR have not have not picked up any ambient silica dust as a result of frac sand mining. Made your name, sir? Gray Lusty. I work for Smart Sand. Thank
0: you.
11: I think the gentleman back here. Wanted to say Bill Noster <laughs> from Sparta. Um, I guess I'd just like to say, first of all, that as being a lifelong resident and as many of us are, uh, just my concern and love for the area we live in, the environment we're in, um, the quality of air, the quality of water, um, and concerns about the disruptions that the SAC mining does, we'd like to put what we're doing here this evening into a larger historical context. To a large degree, the American Revolution was about fighting for the right to local community self-government. This right was written into every revolutionary state constitution in the late 1700s. By the late 1800s, this language was entirely removed by those who wanted to see communities dissolved (coughs) of any self-governing authority. There's a social movement alive today, the community rights movement, that is helping communities and counties to assert that right once again. It has been amazingly successful. More than 200 communities and counties in 12 states have already passed community rights laws that assert the local population's inherent right to protect its own health, safety, and welfare. Many harmful corporate activities have been banned in these 200 plus communities, such as fracking, water bottling, high-voltage power lines, factory farms, and much more. Let's add frack sand mining to this list. Thank you.
12: Thank
5: you. My name's Curtis Miller. I live here in Sparta. And I am deeply concerned about how policy like the policy we're considering here uh, regarding crack sand mining is uh, being made in our country. And I say that you know, just bowing our democratic tradition and that it is as the ability for us to come together here as equal citizens like this is a precious right guaranteed in our Constitution. Uh, we all know that famous first paragraph of our Constitution and how it concludes with the words, the consent of the governed Uh, I'd like to read that paragraph that we all know it's article 1 Declaration of Rights section 1 all people are born equally free and independent and have certain inherent rights among these are life liberty and the pursuit of happiness to secure these rights governments are instituted deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed the Constitution begins by saying there has to be consent of the governed for the government to be acting properly. If there is not consent of the governed, then there is no legitimate government. I, in my conversations with people in this community, I've heard an overwhelming opposition to these practices, <coughs> And I'd like to ask for a show of support, a show of hands in the, uh, for people in this room. Who's here opposed to uh, new frac sand mining or the expansion of new mines. You are our, our representatives. Later in this meeting, uh, be, we'll be needing you to stand up for us so that you don't violate that constitutional right we have to be governed. By representatives who respect the consent of the government. Thank you.
4: Yes.
13: Uh, I'm Nancy Frazee. I'm a resident of Sparta. I am affected by the sand mine that's here in Sparta. And my husband and I also have a, a cottage on a little pond. And we are greatly affected by Uniman in Tunnel City. And dealt with that for through the years. Uh, The ordinance that you're ready to start going through tonight. Um, I would like to talk about the community rights ordinance that you received last month. The ordinance that we would like to put forward is this community rights ordinance that I hope all of you have read. Uh, More than 200 communities and counties in 12 states (coughs) have successfully passed ordinances like the one that we have presented to you on a wide variety of topics. We, all that showed their hands tonight, are are here to insist that you support this ordinance. Please, you need to do the right thing. You need to protect us and our community. That's what you're constitutionally required to do to protect the people of this, this county. I'm Dr. Kuhlman, I'm a resident of Florida. Um, For almost the entire first 100 years of our nation, a corporation was only granted a charter if it was going to provide public benefit. Making a profit for its investors wasn't enough of a reason to be given the power to set up an incorporated business. In addition to a positive benefit to the community, there's a negative requirement as well. The corporation had to cause no harm. That language was written right into the charters, the incorporation by state legislatures. that gave them limited life. If the corporate directors violated the many requirements and prohibitions in those charter documents, they could be held personally liable. And the corporation would be literally dissolved by the state that had created it. This is not a new idea. It's our first idea. It's perfectly reasonable to think that we need laws like these brought back into the enforcement and we think it's time.
8: Good evening, I'm Joey Esterly. I'm a resident of Monroe County for 32 years. I've owned property in the town of Adrian for 25 years, and I've been residing in the town of Adrian for six. Prior to that, I was a Sparta resident for 27 years. And I consider myself a civically active resident as a voting poll worker, a member of the Chamber of Commerce of Tourism, a former member of Main Street Board. I've been a 4-H agent, development agent, and currently I'm serving on the Agricultural Advisory Committee and the Mineral County Invasive Species Working Group, which are both under the auspices of the Land and Water Conservation Department. And for 25 years plus, I've been a vendor at the Sparta Farmers Market, which I've helped to organize and currently serve as president of the Markets Association. I'm offering my credentials to make a point to you as members of this zoning committee that my fourth county <coughs> remarks are not given lightly, nor just for the moment, nor are they given as a political, liberal, or environmental extreme of whims of sorts. I want to express my commitment, and I believe those that are here also, who have vested our energies and our personal stock in what we consider our larger community. To request a banned additional frack sand mining expansion is offered because we as citizens deserve the voice to making decisions that affect our lives and our livelihoods, as well as those of our current future and far future generations of citizens. There are several points I'd like to bring forth. Monroe County's Department of Soil and Water Conservation works to protect and enhance the soil and water sources of this county. This department understands the intricacies of our water, soil and air. Why hasn't the Department of Zonings, why hasn't this department's knowledge and wild-versed staff been at the table for any of these zoning acts imp- implemented and considered for frack mining? It only seems, Reasonable that the people with the most knowledge concerning the soil water and air are important to have on board Locally led conservation is based on the principle that local leaders and community members are best suited to identify and resolve our local natural resource problem Another point is our tourism and land values in 2017 visitors spent over 80 million dollars in Monroe County You're talking about tourism an increase of 4% over last year. Trout fishing in our local rivers and other sports fishing are drawing vast numbers of people to visit as are canoeing and kayaking enthusiasts. This is a wealth of outdoor recreational resources in this county and this brings jobs as well as land values which are increased, which are increased equitably throughout the area. Sand mines tending, and Sand mining tends to give a lot of money to the landowner that has the sand and devalues the property around those that surround it, beyond the fact that it's also a huge inconvenience and health issue. Tourism is not a boom, a boom and bust economy, and it's not, it is non-intrusive. It can only enhance our environment and destroy and not destroy it. We're also seeing effects of um, changing markets. We're seeing zero to net zero carbons, um, Madison Gas and Electricity, Electric are now name, aiming for a net zero carbon. What's going to happen? We're going to quit using frac sand. We're going to bust it. You know, it's going to bust us. We've lost, um, there is, we're already losing the demand for Wisconsin sand, and by some um, analysts that's saying that 27, or 75% of our sand, frac sanding mines could be closing. Um, one currently right now is close, um, Filing for Chapter 11. Um, we have land values, landowners hurt extremely by what's happening with the surrounding frac mining for them. Um, there's a lot of details you could go across. Um, you know, we just we just we need to consider the future, and we need to consider what people, the citizens, are requesting. Thank you.
14: John Frazier, a resident of the town of Sparta. We, the people of Monroe County, are tired of large corporations being given the legal right to harm our communities. We are tired of these corporations being granted permits to endanger us. That's what regulatory permits do. They permit corporations to harm us in ways that are entirely protected under law. This is insanity and it needs to stop here and now. I urge you to support the alternative ordinance that bans any more frac sand mines in Monroe County.
10: Thank you. I'm Greg uh the resident of Oakdale and in, uh, in the Toma area and a, a employee of smart sand. Uh, I guess I've, I've heard the comments here and, and I guess uh, I feel a little bit alone in the, in the respect that I feel like I represent quite a few people who we didn't ask to show up and, and I see some coordinated comments and I understand that and, and, and it's not my first rodeo so you know I, I, I see where that comes from you know but I just want the committee to remember that that you know there are a lot of, of residents uh, and who are gainfully employed in the fracks and industry uh, that aren't aren't here uh, speaking up and and we won't make that mistake uh, going forward You know if their voices need to be heard then then they should be here So we'll you know we'll make sure that they're you know that they know what's at stake because as, as You mentioned Brax and ban was not on the agenda and so you know their livelihoods and their futures They didn't feel like we're necessarily going to be an issue and, and discussed tonight, so um, if, that, if and when that, that's on the agenda, that's certainly something they'll, they'll be interested in as well. Um, it, it is also, you know, encouraging to hear that the tourism is, has, uh, you know, still brought in more dollars uh, than the prior year, despite the fact that the FRAXAN mining's been ongoing uh, in Wisconsin for, uh, you know, quite some time. So uh, that seems, you know, healthy in that respect, and, and certainly uh, the and mines contribute a lot to the local economy to the businesses, uh, uh, employment, taxes, and everything else, so there's certainly a positive aspect to the sand mining that's that's not represented here, so I feel like I would bring that uh, forward.
3: Thank you. Can I speak without standing up? <clears throat> yes. <laughs> um, I guess I don't understand how the rights of, oh, I'm Nancy Van Delsen. And I'm a retired nurse, and I'm on the planning commission out to Little Falls. And I don't understand how the rights of a few can outweigh the rights of the many. People invest so much in their homes to have someone else move in right next door to them, and they lose the value of their home. They can actually lose lose the quality of their life. He talked about them testing the air. I'm not aware of anybody routinely testing the air. I think what the DNR did, if they did, was random. Um, it's uh, I'm going to tell you too <clears throat> why I think it, this needs to come to the county is the townships don't have a lot of power, and they are susceptible to lawsuits from companies that want to mine. We don't have the resources, and I know when we had a sand mine come into our area and we the, we were really concerned about it in our area. There were a lot of people that didn't want it compared to a few that did, and there were very few people that got jobs and benefited from it. I don't know what his numbers are, but I think Alan was the one person from our area that ended up working on that sand mine, and Matthew's from Little Falls. I I,
1: I can't say how many
3: are working there I don't know. So, it's not a big benefit to anyone else. I'm also a nurse. I have seen patients with fibrosis. They're your age. It takes maybe 15 or 20 years after you're exposed. But how would you like to work all your life and all of a sudden you can't breathe anymore? You look good, you think good, but you can't walk from here to the chair without being so short of breath. I've listened to their lungs. They crackle like Rice Krispies when you pour milk on them all the time. It's a really sad state to be living in. I don't understand, too, why we are doing anything that's gonna help fracking somewhere else. It might not involve us and our health here, but what is it doing to the water? The other places they're fracking, Oklahoma, um, I have sons that live there. They have earthquakes from fracking. We, I think, are doing a mess service just to have sand that we are sending somewhere else where they're doing damage somewhere else. We need to be changing to other types of energy. If we cut out sending sand, maybe we're doing a little bit mm-hmm. to stop that type of energy production and encouraging them to do something else that's cleaner for the environment. I just... I really don't get how people can feel this strongly about it and a few businesses can have the power to change that our township when they held that meeting they said there's not anything we can do in front of them it was Matthews and they're probably one of the better ones I'm gonna guess (laughs) but they tell them there's nothing we can do because we don't have the money to fight them right in front of them But we have the right. Money should not be ruling over the rest of us. I think we should count. That was probably more than three minutes, but oh, I'm probably I 10 shades of it.
6: Anybody else I, I'd, I'd like to speak I just as soon said too oh, go
15: ahead uh, Walter Beck uh, I live in a township of uh, Ridgeville. What kind of problems are we exposing ourselves to if these mine companies go bankrupt last month, Emerge Emerge Energy Service began negotiating with its lenders on a debt restructuring deal. If the deal isn't reached out of court, they could be filing for bankruptcy. According to the industry analysis, up to 75% of Wisconsin mines that supply oil and gas producers might have to close due to the oversupply of sand. Oil drillers in Texas and Oklahoma are now able to get local sand for less than the cost of shipping it from Wisconsin. I know some people might say these companies are bonded to cover mine closure and reclamation. Is it true or is it that Foxconn type of promise to a government that is just Along for the ride. I don't want to be well-being of our community, to be satisfied for empty promises. And then one more thing I just want to ask. Wouldn't it make sense to pass a moratorium on new saying mines and expansion of existing mines until a new ordinance is drafted and passed? That way, you wouldn't feel pressured to do this on a fly, and the county would be protected while you are working on a new ordinance. Thank you. Yes?
8: Uh, My name is Susan Voss. I've been at these meetings uh, quite a bit, but I guess my question is: did you have an idea of, you mentioned that the, the committee was interested in entertaining the idea of a ban. Did you have a vision of when that would be on the agenda? Maybe that would help these folks <laughs> a little know when it, you know, I know you've been thinking about it, so did you come up with a, an idea of when it would be on the agenda? I don't know if I can address that because okay. it's
0: not on the agenda. Right. I can, I can say what I said at the previous meeting, is right. probably in the minutes, that, that um, there was a, a lady that presented the, the paperwork as far as banding uh, okay. sand mines, and I said <clears throat> that I would put that on the agenda. However, you know, we're, we're in the middle of, of trying to develop an ordinance, and so from my perspective, is we need to we need to move that forward and then bring in the bring in the the band at a later date. And if the committee if the committee would allow that, it would go to the full board. You know, it isn't the committee. The committee isn't the ruling body. It would go to the full county board, just like just like the ordinance. <coughs> that we uh, are trying to develop. You know, that's, the committee does not have the final say on that. And and I think you've all heard me say that time and time again, and I'll say it one more time just so that maybe we'll get into the paper and everybody will be aware of it, is once the committee develops a ordinance that they like, it goes to corporate council to make sure everything is legal with that. At that point, it goes to all the townships that are zoned, there's 11 of them. They take a look at it, they discuss it, they have a public meeting. You can all show up there and, and if, if you feel deprived here tonight, and, and multiple nights to we aren't going to get it done tonight. They take a look at it, and they, and they interject what they want. If they want changes in there, they can do that. They can downright say we don't want it. And then once it, once it accomplishes that, it comes back to the committee because if there's any changes, then the committee needs to look it over again and, and accept it. And once that's done, then it goes to the full county board
3: for a vote. What would it take to have a referendum? And have it be something that everyone in the county has a choice about? I'm sorry, I don't I don't think I can speak to that because it's not on our agenda.
4: Okay. Can I ask the question if it goes to how many townships? 14, 20? 11. 11. 11 townships. If 11 townships send back different... Uh, changes. How do you ever, it sounds, it seems like it'll never get done, because you're going to have to change one, what if they have opposing um, amendments that they want changed? change? How do you, how do you solve that problem? If 11 have different things that they want in there, and they oppose each other, you know what I mean? How does that then become a county um, ordinance? I think
0: with cooperation and
4: well, that would take months, years, perhaps. Is that true? Probably. I wouldn't think it'd be years. Well,
3: so how quite would, a while.
4: <laughs> In my lifetime, I hope. It very
0: well could, it very well could take months. Um.
3: What would it take to get that on the agenda, a referendum for a ban on mines? How do you get it on that agenda to be discussed?
0: That could be that could be presented and uh, I'm the one that controls what's on the agenda or not. If the committee would want, would ask me to have that on there, there's no reason why I wouldn't put it on there. However, back to my original statement, is that we're trying to, we're trying to get an ordinance ran through and, and if if all these other interruptions come in, if once once the ordinance is in some type of form that we can pass it on, all those other options could certainly come forward and the committee could discuss them and and have them on the agenda and, and everybody could speak to that.
13: So what you're saying is you're going to spend all the time working through this and and reorganizing it and spending a lot of time on it, not even considering the ban as part of an option. You're gonna get all this work done and, and get it all taken care of. And then at the very end, you're gonna say, oh yes, and by the way, there's there's also some people that are, are hoping for a ban on these mines. So you're just gonna kind of leave that whole on the back burner, work on all of this, get it all up and running, and then just bring the band into play How at the very it? end?
0: In this uh, three minutes, I don't know if I'm out of bounds or not, to be very honest with you. We're not supposed to be discussing this. It's something that, that each individual has three minutes to... Oh, we're not... We have a conversation
13: back and forth. That's what you're saying. Yeah, I
0: understand But that. you know, it could work just the other way around. It could be that we are working on a band and then people would come forward and say it's affecting our livelihood, it's affecting mm-hmm. us, we would want that on the agenda. And I think that would hold true that, that the band would, would, was the first item on there and, and we would move forward with the band and see where that ends up. And once that's, once that's accomplished, then it would if if, if there was a ban, they voted to a ban, well then the ordinance would wouldn't be wouldn't be possible. But I think in this situation where the <coughs> ordinance is coming through already and the ban would come in later, the ban could actually
3: wipe out the ordinance. It, it would seems be. like a lot of wasted work.
16: They're they're both ordinances. The one you're discussing and the one they want are both ordinances.
0: I would assume so, yeah.
6: Yeah, yeah so separating those two, I don't, I don't think that would be consistent with logic or legal interpretation.
0: Do, what I'll do is I'll ask legal counsel. Now, if I would, I'm wrong I think that would about that, then, then we'll take a different approach. However, um, in my mind, and the committee should speak up as well, where they are because because it is two separate issues it's, it's,
6: it's two separate approaches to one issue well I think that's your interpretation or it's not yeah. mine mm-hmm. right. yeah. I, I think rather than debate it I think we should clarify it because I would guess that a ban would not be off the agenda at this point
5: so yes Mary
4: I liked the idea of the uh, gentleman when he said that you have a two-year um, Mortar- memorandum, Mortar- and that will help you to make all the decisions that you need to without being pressed as to do it quickly. Okay. And then you would end up have, end up having all the answers to your questions and I know that the quality of life is important to all of us and that certainly
0: that certainly should be ran by corporate counsel if that's possible that we can we can do that and move forward with that I'm going to make one more statement and then if there's anybody else that' we have to bring this meeting back to the original agenda we can't we sort of opened it up into the three minute uh area i'm sorry that's just oh, how it is okay. you can ask the newspaper because if i do something wrong it's going to show up in the. Oh, i just wondered how and, and sure need, that and we need we need your co- cooperation as much as okay you need ours okay. i'll ask you after maybe <laughs> okay. i agree with you. You
1: dubbed it. we do, do need uh, corporate advice mm-hmm. uh, we need some advice on this as to whether we can bring it to a full ban um, because it's entirely different issue and, than what, what we were talking to about tonight. And you're right in it, the, where we're at with meetings, doing them correctly because we're being watched very closely. It's a lawyer's world, and I myself feel more comfortable to have advice from forward. And we we, will, we will do that. On those two items, we will
0: we will end on the ordinance. I will tell you why this came about. The
4: ordinance
0: the ordinance came about because we had so many sand mines coming into the area, and we had no ordinance. Monroe County had no ordinance, no guidelines, no. Uh, nothing on paper nothing constructive as we move forward Uh, so as as our meetings got larger and people got more involved in in it I felt it was important to have an ordinance at least we'd have a guideline at least we'd have something on paper at least all those ideas and, and everything we'd have a we have a track to follow. Otherwise, it was kind of, it was kind of. To be honest, I think the um, we should have done it earlier, and that's why it came about. and And I really, I really feel that it's it's the right direction to go. Otherwise, otherwise, if we if we just abandon the idea, you know, then and then it's a free for all again. If if you read the if you read the ordinances as we get going through the ordinance, there's a lot of opportunities for townships and, and the county and to negotiate and, and and talk with the sand mines to to work together with cooperation and and before that we, we didn't have anything. And so with that said, uh, we will talk with Corporate Council as far as the moratorium and um, there's some discussion as far as uh, whether the abandoning any more sand mines should be part of this ordinance um, to see where we are. I, Sorry, I personally how do don't we, see
7: How do we find out?
0: After you talk to council, corporate council. I would imagine Allison would put it on the website. Is that possible?
2: Corporate counsel's answer to how to do moratorium or how
0: to two questions. Yes. i can,
2: sure, or we can report back next meeting. Or,
0: yeah. So probably both probably both. both. probably both. Okay, with both, the, both with both. the next meeting, we'll probably have an
3: answer. I, I would. I would think Andy could get on it. So you'll have it mm-hmm. on the agenda next time where we can talk about it and yeah. hear the feedback. Um, you can do a moratorium. I think it's up to a year if you're
2: working on an ordinance. Oh. Um, that, I know the answer to that right now. But um, I think the more pressing one would be if, if a ban is um, something that's allowed in the state of Wisconsin. Um, the ordinance that you or that was given to us last time, it didn't have any authority section, which ordinances usually do. I know the zoning code derives authority from state statutes, um, 59, that governs zoning in counties. Um, so that's a question, my first question on that type of ordinance would be, where does that authority derive from? Um, is If it's strictly zoning, that's only gonna do you good in the towns that have adopted zoning, which there's only a couple mines in towns that have zoning. All the other ones are in unzoned towns. So,
16: it's a constitutional authority of the people. That's, that's the that's the, the authority.
2: That's the authority on that. It's okay. that the
16: citizenry that has was, that I authority.
2: That was my question when yeah. I was looking through that was that usually there's an authority section um, that you know quotes a state statute or administrative <coughs> code or something. So the, yeah. That that would be something you can certainly put on the website if if any tracks down if that's um, you know if that's possible or not.
4: Real good.
3: Well,
6: thank you. Yeah, thank you. I would like to speak briefly. Um, I wrote a, a, a letter. My name is Connie Weedman, and I live in the town of Sparta. Um, before I moved here, I lived in Indiana. Before that, I lived in Texas. Before that, I lived in Kentucky where I was raised. And I, I don't know if you, if you read my letter to the editor or not, but I referenced some ways you could look on the internet at what mining had done in the states of the region of Appalachia, and then um, I didn't know it when I moved to Indiana, but that whole area of southwest Indiana had been strip mined, or a lot of it. I lived in Evansville, the county next door was Warwick County, and one-third, at least, of the landmass in Warwick County Indiana was strip mined. I wanted to stay in southern Indiana and when I went out to public land to visit nature all the public land around there was strip mined. And coal is a little bit different than sand in terms of one pond was purple, one pond was bright green, another pond was blue. Nothing that you would want to eat a fish out of, but that was the public land in southern Indiana. And that's that's what fossil fuel mining will get you. There is no end to it. So look at my letter to the editor in last Friday's Thursday's paper, and it gives you some references where you can just go on Google Maps and you can go on state official websites, and look at the consequences of fossil fuel mining. This is a beast of a completely different color from what you are accustomed to in terms of land use. And I guarantee you, you're making a pact with the devil. I I know that there are jobs, but the consequences of strip mining are awful. The land is basically useless except for maybe hunting grouse and deer and whatever. You cannot restore this land, and I don't care what people say, it won't be farmed again, it won't be productive, It won't look like anything that we are accustomed to looking at. And last week, I don't come to very many of these meetings. I'm busy. Last week, a woman came, and she wanted to have five dogs in her house. She came before this committee for five dogs to get permission to have, what is it, more than three or more than two. And she has to get permission, but yet we would consider... The strip mining of land that forever alters it forever. That's not our generation. That's other generations. And when you're looking at fossil fuel-based mining, there is no end to it. I will. There isn't. Hopefully, we'll move into re- renewables, but there's no guarantee. And every mine that's out there is destroying something that's absolutely precious for. It. For everyone forever and so somebody has to come and get permission to have five dogs and yet we have to have a conversation about banning strip mines I don't see the logic I very much like logic and there is no logic in that I, I don't know Heartland Institute I look them up and it's like oh my gosh these are people who are the very, very absolute wealthiest people in the country are putting this information out. It's not about protecting people. It's a protecting these huge amounts of dollars that are involved in these industries. And they put out this so-called research, and it's, it's I was just aghast that I, that, that I found this on our county website. This is not science. This is about protecting the, the industries that aren't Aren't about our our needs. So, I very 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 much appreciate consideration of this ordinance. It's a lot of trouble for you all, but I really ask you to consider the fact that this is not an acceptable use of anything in Monroe County. Thank you.
0: Okay. So, I- <laughs> anybody else? Anybody else? and finally anybody else okay we'll go back to our uh, we'll go back to uh, what we were discussing before we reopen the public hearing and thank you for your comments and like i said we will get we will get corporate counsel's advice on those two questions So on the non-metallic mining ordinance, the purpose. Does that look good for everybody? I think what we're going to do is we're going to uh, we're going to go right down the line and and uh, try and get something something accomplished where. Not that we don't, have, Not this, if you have second thoughts, we can go back to it. But I'd like to uh, at least get your thoughts on the purpose. And if that looks good, then we'll, then we'll move right into, right into the, what defines, says, we go right into what is metallic, non-metallic mining. Any comments on the purpose? I think it looks all right. Real good. So then we'll go right into what is metallic, non-metallic mine. There's two definitions. I, I, I didn't want to use that in the ordinance because I didn't want to confuse the ordinance. Because at the end of the ordinance, there's definitions. And so that's why we sort of worded, what is it? And it it explains industrial sands as well as uh, um, construction egg. And the common word for that would be gravel pits. The crushing of limestone. And the ordinance originally um, I guess my thoughts were we would concentrate only on um, industrial sand, but as, as comments were made, as well as uh, a little more research into ordinances, is that they do kind of go hand in hand, and, and we, could, um, we could run them both together. And that's why that, that's why it's kind of defined. So mm-hmm. how, how are you, uh, how are you feeling on that?
17: You have a lot more issues to put to together because construction aggregate, as you have defined, is for the use of to build roads, to do the longer you have to haul that the more it costs for roads. So it gets more and more and more expensive. And if you're gonna lump them together, I don't know how far it will. And they're paying the two of the opposite though. They aren't the same.
0: But they really are because because the process, the processes in, in both are awful similar. The only difference that I saw was the, the end product. The end product for industrial sand is sand. or the aggregate is, it can, be, it can be sand, gravel, crushed stone. But if you read further on in the ordinance, a lot of the stipulations run hand in hand as far as using explosives, how they're going to get it out of the ground
17: huh? That's already taken care of by existing law. Blasting air, water. True. Water. Um, it's under, those it's are under different. DNR, DNR. Right.
0: But you need to. Do so they have
17: to, to, to say it again?
0: I mean, you have to have it in here again then if it's already existing? I think that, I think that's, that's down a little bit further, we can discuss <coughs> discuss that. But with the gravel, I don't think you
18: have all the sand particles. I mean, there's one right up by us. So I, don't, I think it's different from the sand that
17: moves around. Thank you. Are you taking any Sorry. public comment
16: on this time,
10: your...
0: We can, yes.
10: I was just going to say, silica is most abundant mineral in the earth's crust, so I think there is you know, e- even though the characteristic of that sand and gravel material might not look the same as silica sand, if you've got fugitive dust or whatever else you have, it's, it's going to be, the, the impacts can potentially be the same.
0: So what are you saying Sharon, you, you don't like the you don't
17: well, I just you know would that.
0: go back to you would go back to each each one would have its own ordinance? I don't know that's what I'm
17: asking. I all I know is that we there's already legislation in process to govern um, gravel pits. That kind of mining? Gravel mm-hmm. pits.
14: Gravel
17: pits. Not sand Well not in this are the road builders
6: who are doing this one. And they, uh, you know, they I, I, I would like to say that the gravel pits and the construction product that's more, much smaller scale, much less, it's not a global demand, it's not gonna it's just the scale and the size is completely different. Um, it's for local use and doesn't fit the, the criteria of this
0: industrial worldwide fossil fuel sand mines. All that, all that is probably true. I got chastised big time because I, because I wanted to have just a sand mine ordinance. But who but chastised? At, just excuse me, I'm talking. We're going to have to keep this, you're going to have to raise your hand. We can't have people okay. just okay. jumping in and I'm sorry. No, that's fine. So back to my statement is I got chastised because, because I, I was unwilling or, or I made the statement that there should be two separate ordinances. So with further research and, and, and going through the ordinances that were uh, the samples that were given to us is that I came to the conclusion that they could be the same because they could be in the same ordinance. Because as you go through the ordinance. There are there are different yeah. both if 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 you want if you want one or both, you still have to have a you still have to have a permit for both of them. They can't they can't run together that way. They are together in the in the in the ordinance, but the permitting is separate. And so as, as they come in, if it was a gravel pit, then you would just concentrate on that. But if, but if there was a certain amount of industrial sand there and they were going to get a certain amount of uh, gravel out of it as well, then it could be two different permits. And they would, if you read back in there, um, I don't, can't recollect the exact wording, but uh, both have different conditions and penalties mm-hmm. Yes.
7: I know out in Ridgeville, we were impacted by a gravel pit, um, there had been an existing, and I don't know how long it hadn't really been used or if it was, but it was very minimal. And it got, a new one got grandfathered in, we had no notification, nothing was required, a new one got, and it abuts our 100 acres of what was my family's homestead. And so, we've been at a lot of meetings for Ridgeville, and one of the things that stood out there um, is how much water, the water usage for frack sand mining versus, you know, the gravel pit type of thing, but even the noise and all of that kind of thing. So, there were were variations that were quite substantial. So, you know, there's something to be looked on each side of that, I think.
0: So you're saying the township never, they never. Um,
7: the new owner did not have, the owner, who had, it had been his family's, they did not notify any of the surrounding neighbors. We found out just by chance. Was it ran through the township, however, though? I think they went through it. But there again, you know, even a good neighbor policy type of thing. You know, so and that plays and into a lot of this because we've gotten stung now with it. You know and there you are you you know you think you're gonna have pristine land and no noise and you know you wouldn't believe how far you hear a truck backing up you know when you st- get to that point and you start looking at those hours of operation you don't think that's bad well let me tell you seven o'clock on a, on a in the a morning it's and you think you're out in paradise you know we move back here we pay good taxes and here
0: we are so I sure want a of Frank's in mine next
7: to me. That's for sure.
0: And some of the comments that you made, the ordinance addresses that exactly. It, it, it addresses uh, work hours. It, it addresses. Oh, we talk
7: about that a lot. You know, I mean, you think it sounds okay, and everything but else. they can run them till whenever. And who's going to enforce that? You know, I mean. So yeah, there's a lot of work ahead of here. You know, it is a big undertaking. That's for sure.
3: I can appreciate what you're trying to go with. Yeah. Yes. I think there's hidden costs, too, that you don't see from having a sand mine or, or a gravel pit. It's the wear and tear in the roads. And I know these trucks pay taxes, but I sometimes I wonder how much damage is being done to the road <coughs> that we ultimately pay for. And that that actually but is addressed in the, in the in the ordinance, ordinance as, well. as well. And
10: I'm sorry. And I would just say there's a lot less wear and tear on the roads from our operation than the most sand and gravel because we ship by rail uh, for the most part. Uh, we do do some. But the other thing I was going to mention too, or just sort of bring back, I think you mentioned in the last meeting that there's three times as many sand and gravel operations in Monroe County, <coughs> sand mines, and, and I think you'd be surprised if you looked at the total uh, area uh, that's, that's involved in the sand mining versus the sand and gravel. And of course, Matthew, who somebody was mentioned as a good operator, is much, much, much larger than Smart Sand is. So to, to try and talk about, you know, silica sand as giant corporations and the Pond sand and gravel is, it, it, that's that's just not that doesn't reflect reality actually I think we keep I think yeah.
0: we need to keep moving forward yep. instead of trying Agreed. to defend yep. defend our sides I think I think we need to move forward and, and address uh, what's on the agenda and that is the, um, the ordinance and the comments uh, that you made are 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 good, but but they are. They're they're in the ordinance. They address some of that. As we as we keep going, you're going to be made aware that that they're in there because. So,
18: the hours of operation though. We're not there yet. But it wasn't in the other one, was it?
0: It's in this one. Yeah, I saw that. Oh. So, is that the stumbling? something block here tonight is we you're feeling that we should have two separate ordinances or one
17: well if you think that the way that you have it will be enough to divide it at the, when the time comes
0: I think you know, well definitely if you read the
17: I know what it says but I don't know if that sort of defines happens. that sort yeah. of
0: defines which permit or if you need both of them. Right. I think it is a very good definition.
1: But perhaps though, Doug, uh, if we're discussing travel, it maybe didn't, the information didn't, because I would expect we would have people here from that industry and I don't see anybody. Originally there was though. Yeah. we're Not going tonight. through a thing tonight and we're saying it's handling both of them and there is nobody for that.
0: However, however, I don't think we live in a perfect world and, and as you know, the majority of the people here tonight want to ban the sand mines. Yeah. And, and, and there is, there is a, another voice out there that we haven't heard. Um, and so I guess that's how I would address your comment that that even though <laughs> even though we're trying to include them both, um, and we don't have we don't have the Matthews and the Gerkes, Gerke's and sorry. so on here f- for that, um, and and like I said, this is this is only the first this is the first baby step. it's going to it's going
17: to it's going r- to run
0: it's going to run the course and it, and it may it may change but if we don't develop something or move something forward just like just like the mistake i made at the last meeting is that the way i thought it would come forward you guys didn't like that and so now we have it we have it a little more solid where you can read it understand it if you don't like it you know, this is the time that we can move it around. Or if that's a real stumbling block, that you don't, the majority says that we can't have both ordinances in one, I'm convinced we are, that we can, just like one of the sample ordinances. (coughs) We can set that aside and move on to to the next phase of it. If that's what you want to do. See how it
18: comes out. <laughs> I do think you need separate permits, though.
0: And, and that's completely completely it is there two different things? If you yeah. read it, that's how it is. Yeah. There are two separate permits. So at this time, at this time, we'll leave them. We'll move forward with both of them in there.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: Yes. I think the problem with it is that you're using, trying to separate them based on the type of uh, materials used, but what we're talking about is the size of the operation, the, um, you know, if it involves blasting or if um, these materials are being moved off site um, and how close they're getting to the groundwater. And I think that would be the distinction instead of what kind of, because they're all, um industrial sand and their and con- construction aggregate I think all fall under a nonmetallic mineral
15: most
0: gravel pits when I did some calling do not get close to the water table the sand mines will and and later on in the under the permitting and everything you'll see that the separation there's there's a lot of things that are similar but you're right there's there's things that are different about the two as well yes
12: i'm jeff Antoine. my brother and i have run a small gravel pit and um, about 10 years ago it seems like the county had to adopt an ordinance that was required by the state and at that time uh, they decided all of the small well not all all of the pits had to get a uh, Conditional use permit, and a lot of this was addressed in the addition or in the conditional use permits. You set out time of day uh, you could work. All of those restrictions were put on the conditional use permit. So what you're doing in your ordinance seems like it's it's redoing everything that was done, and it's on uh, the books now. I mean, already you already have uh, that uh, when the uh, Mine Reclamation Act went through, and I think. I don't remember when it was, 97, 98, somewhere in there, Seems like. uh, And that's when all this was addressed at the county level at that time. And the arguments went on for months, like it will this time, uh, possibly years. And in the end, it all ended up being pushed to the conditional use permits, which every operator has to have. So it seems like to me like you're spending a lot of time and you're not going to gain much. I remember your situation the only thing is is that we never had an ordinance we never had a
0: platform we never had a uh, we never had anything we had a lot of we had a lot of input and so so that was all applied to the to the permits and, and that can still happen but at least at least we have a platform that we can move forward aren't you didn't you weren't you uh, with Larry yeah Rev I mean, and that was, that got, but but there was no ordinance at that time.
12: But you had the reclamation or adopted. That's in here. uh That's in here. Yeah, and then after that, um, smart growth came through. And that was also addressed at the county and the town levels. All that was written into your smart growth program. If you look in your Smart Growth plans, there is a section on mining, non-metallic mining. So. But if you also look in there, that
0: that is, that's only a guideline. It's There's no teeth to it. I mean, the, the county, the townships, and everybody else spent a lot of money on that. But it's only a guideline. It's, It was was supposed to help the townships and the villages as they grew on how they wanted, they were supposed to project how they wanted their village to look like. I mean, I was part of that for the village of Wilton. I can speak to the village a lot more than I can the townships, but it it runs neck and neck. The townships are the same way, how they wanted that township To look like and they wanted, if if there was going to be mining, it was going to be here, if there's going to be housing, it was going to be here, if there was going to be farming, it was supposed to be here. But even so, no, uh, no ordinance to go with that.
3: But the Township Planning Commission, along with their board, can write their own ordinances for their area, <clears throat> and the problem is there's no teeth, like you said, because we don't have money to fight a big company. That's why it's nice that it goes to the county to write the ordinance, where you guys have more money and more more teeth.
0: So Allison, speak, speak to the 11 townships that are under zoning, that they work with the county, however, The other townships they're the ones that write their own ordinances and and they can do what they want and the county has nothing to say about it plus the county doesn't really come in there and and help them either they're on their own because they never they never adopted the the Monroe county zoning so
3: we adopted Monroe county zoning and we still write our ordinances if if the board approves them we write them and then the board approves so but we have to enforce them ourselves correct Yeah. and, and that's and the thing has
2: a uh, non-metallic mining ordinance of their own as well as do we but that's up to the towns on the town level to enforce like you said so. but then
3: if somebody threatens to sue it's oh my gosh we can't fight them because we don't have the money to fight them <clears throat> so that's
2: with, with any ordinance at the town level they run into that
3: but if you were, if we had a ban, you'd be with us, which is
2: the appeal of county zoning because
1: then the county regulates it. But the township uh, still has 21 days to veto, so. yeah. Correct, I don't want to apologize to I didn't recognize it back there. It's crap, <laughs> the comment was made because it's crap. Okay, so let's go. Yeah,
0: keep going. So let's go into uh, the back page there, forty-seven six forty-four non-metallic mining. Uh, There's information in there as far as sand mines as as well as uh, aggregate. It says if the mine sites are permitted for both, there's two separate, there's two separate conditional use permits shall be obtained and shall be enforced separately. That's where you get into the separation between the two of them. If you read on there further, I apologize. I <clears throat> I didn't. Um, I put this together with Allison's help, but but it's been two months ago. So if you read if you read even further, some of the comments in the audience. That's where you get into the that the mining permits are both separate and they need. They need conditional use permit shall be obtained and enforced separately. And the industrial sand, based upon the type of volume and product and scale and mining, I think that was brought up in the, in the meeting tonight. And that was a very good comment, and it's <coughs> it's right in this it's right in the ordinance to help better define construction aggregate compared to industrial sand. And so if you continue to read, you know, both sites are going to are going to have to transport their product. Out from, the, out from the site, whether it's, like someone mentioned, globally or locally, but both products are removed and no longer on site. There is, and so it's, it also talks about the footprint of the of the mining site. Historically, much smaller scale and uh, runoff and erosion and this, for the aggregate according to the ordinance that uh, that we're using. <clears throat> because of this smaller footprint, all that is reduced significantly reduced as well where the industrial sites are the footprint is much larger in nature and the sand sand mining the industrial sand mining is prone to both wind and runoff erosion at a much higher rate than the aggregate um, there's a little bit of, um, you would think there would be a little, um, I don't know if that statement is exactly true because maybe if you, if you don't, um, maybe if you look at the whole statement instead of trying to pick it apart, it may be truer, but wind and runoff does, is with the aggregate as well, as they. If you ever been around the, when they run. And they. And they blast the sand, uh, the, limestone, and, and run through the crushers. There is. Very small particles, that are airborne as well.
17: Mr. Chairman.
10: Yes. Uh, yeah. I. I like your comments and i'd just like to add on to that that if there are indeed three times as many frac sand or or aggregate operations and frac sand operations in Merle county then you have many more and if they're smaller sites then you have a lot more area bordering neighbors so the potential for runoff to neighboring properties could potentially be a lot higher uh, with with the sand and gravel operators and you know, as I mentioned earlier, you know that the, the uh, material that that they're handling isn't much different than the material that our hand, that we're handling. And I'm not aware of any basis to say that, that silica sand is more prone to being airborne than uh, you know aggregate dust or what have you. So I, I would recommend removing that language. I don't know there's a basis for it.
0: I I understand your statement, but I I don't want to I don't want to get into a a debate yeah. on. Each side trying to defend each other I, I think we have to move forward with open minds and mm-hmm. and, uh, and and not necessarily defend um, you know I, I understand your statement that theoretically if, if you got 30 if you got 30 gravel pits and seven sand mines you know is the dust equivalent going to be about the same it probably will be because of the but I don't think, yeah, I don't I think we're going to gain anything by trying to defend each side. We have to keep uh, moving. So let's, let's reread. Yeah. The <coughs> if, you, if you read the complete <coughs> s- statement, it's, it's probably a true statement to say that industrial sand mines are prone to both wind and runoff erosion at a higher rate. Because of the
14: volume
18: and the piles.
14: Well, if, yes. Yeah. If along Highway 16, U.S. Silica packs that sand up so high. I don't think you see that with gravel pits. So it has to be more. It
11: mm-hmm. has to be.
0: Well, I wouldn't. Like I wouldn't. Rocks. I wouldn't disagree with that. But the gravel. The gravel pits do have huge piles of stock because. Because when a crusher comes in, they they crush in and they try to they try and project how much gravel they will use, how much, and if you've ever been active around in there, you know, there's different grades of gravel. The state will only buy a certain grade. Um, yes?
2: Well, I'm just looking at this, and, and it, it almost looks like the first part of this paragraph talks about the... Um, Procedure this is where they're allowed. They need to get permits. This is how we're going to judge all the, the Permits and the possible conditions and then all of a sudden about Three-quarters of the way down it launches into a Like it's trying to define it again and why they're separating them. I think you already did that um,
0: so possibly That line where that.
2: it starts the legislative purpose of separating construction aggregate. I, I think you've already done all that in the definition, so you probably just strike everything from there down, because this section, there's, then there would only be one purpose to this section instead of two, does that make sense? It does,
0: and that's a very good point. You're absolutely right that at the tail end, it does try to redefine.
17: mm
0: -hmm. And if we, and if we like the definitions on our first page, you know, why would we, I don't disagree with that. What do you guys think? Are you thanks. saying then strike from legislative purpose, strike the rest of that? All the way down, yeah. All right. Because sir. that because if you read that it's more it just like Allison said, it does go in with uh comparing comparing the two uh, Has a smaller footprint and less erosion, more erosion. So from there down. Are we ready to move on to the next one then? 47 645. It's the conditional use permit application requirements. So it's sort of very...
1: Self-explanatory.
0: Very basic name, address, has to have an operator. Telephone numbers, emails. Um, name and contacts of information of people responsible for uh, preparing the application. If you go down to E, proof of all local taxes and special charges, and special assessment fees, penalties, and, and I think with the landowners or the operation of the of the mining site are current. I think that's important that I think is what it's trying to say is all taxes and, and so on have to be have to be current otherwise um, the permit could be could be pulled and I think that was brought up at, at, a, at a different county meaning that that was very important to have that in there. And, and so that's where he makes that statement. I think that's important. I'm sorry, I'd like to make a
6: comment. Yes. I think we we rushed through the whole striking from the legislative purpose uh, because I think the the prior the prior clauses provide a definition but doesn't provide the rationale behind separating them and in the legislative pers- purpose you provide the rationale behind separating those two entities previously you only do a definition of the entities and i would say it's quite valuable to be able to say that the footprint to 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 talk about the footprint and the the purpose of those two entities are quite different.
0: Um, Is it because you like the way it's
16: worded, or
6: I think it's worded very well, and I think it's so that
16: all the definition things are So move that
2: paragraph.
6: Yeah, and I think I think moving it would
10: basis. be statements.
6: Move, moving it I think would be would be fine, I'm but deleting I it I think is problematic because then there's no real separation between those two entities, and they are very different. It, one is one is basically, I mean, it is a, a matter of size for the for the most part. One's basically a concentrated animal feeding operation, and the other is a family farm. Sort of thing. I mean, it's not exactly, but it's it's kind of close. <clears throat> and there's a very different reason for the way we would treat those two entities.
0: So I think we can we can. Uh, I don't think we necessarily have to finalize that. So there's one suggestion to uh, eliminate everything, and there is the other suggestion to add that into the to the definition. Well, the, the 47, 643 <coughs> yeah. on page before. Yeah. Yes. To add it into that version. So I think, it, I think it would be wise to uh, to move that into next month so that we can blend that in there and see how that works out. It'll give everybody time, a little chance to, if it does blend in well and, and and fits in that area, yes, that could be moved over there.
10: And otherwise, I, I, eliminated. Sorry. I, and I just encourage, as you do that, to look at the wording and make sure that those statements have a basis in fact for the comparison between the two. You know, just so that the you know that the ordinance stands up to the challenges accordingly.
18: So what's wrong with it just staying where right it's at?
10: It, because it does, the
0: beginning, the beginning is worded one way for general health and safety and welfare of the public, including the impact of the market value of the land. And, but then it kind of goes into the definition, I agree with Allison, it, it does sort of go with the definition because it, then it starts talking about the footprint and erosion and does it really belong in there? will probably on somewhere though
18: <laughs> so maybe on the previous then I think it's important
17: that
0: and, and and I don't disagree but I think but I think everybody needs to we're never going to be able to blend it in there and, and get it worded right <clears throat> and so I think that should be that should be moved into next month's meeting and we'll have to work on getting that in there and and then and then you'll be able to read it and understand it and, and we can go back <coughs> to that and discuss it at that time as well. Or if it doesn't fit, if it doesn't fit in there quite right, you know, possibly words will have to be changed. and uh, um, And the other option is to eliminate it completely. And I I understand that eliminating it completely out of that 47, 644 is probably a, a correct decision. Yeah, I can see why you can't go under the what is
2: non metallic mining, because that's yes. where your definition of what it is
0: is located right now. Okay, so back to the permit application.
1: You got a couple that want to speak, yeah. And maybe it's
14: addressed later. Uh, I know there's a tremendous difference in, in the amount of water that's used in these products. Typically, are high capacity wells talked about later, or should that be addressed as a, as kind of a difference of a gravel pit and a an industrial sand mine? I can make
0: a, I can make a notation of
14: that. I, I can't. Because uh, that that's I can't a,
0: Draw that out. That, Tell you an honest answer that uh, um, <coughs> high volume wells are in there. Not I would assume a lot of the gravel pits do use. Uh, Capacity wells. Cons- that was a big concern down in the township of Wilton. They were going to use that, but they try and recycle. The, they try and recycle the water. They pond it because they use it to wash the gravel. But that's a good point, and I'll make a notation yeah, about that. So. High
14: volume wells. Is there not ca- in that high thing. capacity? Wells. High capacity. Yes. And then, oh. and then the U.S. silica operation, where and how it affects the groundwater, because that's a, a different type of mine where they're dredging.
3: True. And along with that, what he said is what chemicals they're using. And I wonder if that could not be part of the application process, if that would be appropriate. We're asking what kind of equipment they're using. Why not what kind of chemicals they're going to be using, because, and the monitoring of water, the waterways around these mines. But I will say one thing about the high-capacity wells, because I did some research on this. And actually, the sand mines don't use anything near what the farmers use. And we've got so much water in Wisconsin; it's usually not a problem. Anywhere it's just contaminating the water. And and some sand mines, I don't think, use chemicals to clean it. I think that gets cleaned somewhere else. Do you know
10: what your company does? I mean, yeah. I mean, we 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 use some some flocculant just Mm -hmm. to uh, coagulate the (coughs) (coughs) clay.
2: I
0: don't see it like I I okay. saw like Somewhere it's, it does it, it does, <laughs> <laughs> does, like, identify the <laughs> equipment?
2: It says equipment. G is sort of equipment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I
3: It's a good <laughs> because people are Can I say I one more thing, and then I won't say anything else? <laughs> I think they should be separated, the sand and the gravel pits, because the sand is shipped somewhere else to do dirty work down south. <laughs> Where the gravel, we actually have to use for roads and everything here. <coughs> so I don't think they should be put together for an ordinance. I think they're different because they're serving us. They're serving a purpose here. Okay, thank you. Mary? How many sand mines do we have? Seven.
18: Seven
3: in the colony? How many Thirty-five. Is it yeah.
4: seven? Seven, seven fracks Thirty-three. Please?
18: Practicing. But some of them are closed. Gravel
0: pits. They're all real. That's okay. They're not going me any at all. All right. So back to the
1: permit application.
12: Yep. Back to the application. Did <laughs>
2: Cover, whether or not you're going to dredge, or you Texas type as wells, or s- or s- yeah. settling ponds, right source, or, or source or, quality, quantity, means because the because the disposition of the different of the don't surface, surface <laughs> or groundwater in the legislature okay, and and it it encountered in the process or extracted and used in the course of that pretty much covers. How are you using this
1: water?
2: But I don't see a list of chemicals.
1: I Yeah, I can put it in of chemicals. I'm
0: looking. I guess I, I got sidetracked so. with the, There is listing as far as equipment and so on. Yeah, I, I think I under that, yeah. that same is, do do is yeah. fuel Things like that that they're going to use on the site. That has to be. listing of
2: equipment, machinery, and chemicals?
0: Under uh, <laughs> G.
1: Yeah. I and think that's a good idea. Yeah, and in G there. Okay.
18: So then they list the, chem- the chemicals they're going to use, but basically, how are you going to say they can't use them? That's just like farming. You're
0: going to tell the, me I
18: can't use?
0: <coughs> you got get the, This is just the application. If they, if there was chemicals out there that you didn't want them to use, you would put that in the permit. You would, when you issued the permit, you would put that. That, that particular. That particular chemical shouldn't be used in the company.
14: But this is just to get the information.
18: Yeah, I was going to say, I don't feel that our committee can make that because that's like somebody that's a city slicker telling me what I can use in my cornfields in alfalfa. and
0: alfalfa. So you're saying you don't want that chemical in there?
18: Well, I mean, it's okay, but I, I don't think you're going to have the authority to tell them what they can use in the just like uh, us they can't tell us what we can use what we can't use as long as we're not organic you know so we can use what we have to for our self-help and our corn so i'm i'm wondering how
10: much and that's all regulated by DNR.
1: yeah yeah oh.
10: okay
18: so then we don't have to worry about it.
16: Can you require that they identify what chemicals that that's they what, will use, that they be publicly identified? That's what,
0: that's what saying. it's saying. Yeah. Here, yeah, To at least identify within their application that they have to identify the chemicals they're yeah. going to be using.
1: Mm-hmm. being redundant, though, because it's, DNR is requiring all that. And we have permits. And, and they are permitting. public knowledge, I believe. Mm-hmm.
3: What's the harm in knowing what the chemicals are uh, that's what i'm saying that's public uh, that knowledge, knowledge.
16: Um, if it's, it's part of not, the permit except it's very difficult to find if it's part of the permit process it's easier if you <clears> go throat> to throat> the county if, it, it if you can yeah get and get we it test keep the local. downstream
3: and we find it we might know where
0: it came from and what it was <clears throat> all right so let's keep going we can we can add the word chemical we can discuss that at the next meeting as well I don't know where we are as far as a committee. I, I think Mary's a little concerned about putting Kemp, the camp. No, I'm not
18: concerned. That's fine. I just don't know if it's regulated, but it's the DNR or whatever. We really wouldn't have, we could know what it was, but we wouldn't have any control of, you know, of what they use and what they don't because the DNR, then if they regulate it, they're going to have the final say, but you can put it in here because that's, yeah, that's always. Paul you know, oh, made a good base, point. Yeah.
0: Is that if it's in the permit, at least it's stated. Yeah, I
1: and mean, you
10: know that. Yeah. All right.
0: So it goes on to the maps and so on, and
4: it has to be which
0: is pretty much normal. And access to the highways and driveways. G is what I don't G is county documents. Within forty-seven, six, forty-six.
2: Yeah, I was just looking at that. So the Trumple ordinance um, that that came right out of the Trumple ordinance, and they require mines in their county to get all the other permits before they come to the county. So that'd be a DNR permit, stormwater erosion control, air, you know air permits, um, and then have a copy of those included with their application. Good to me yeah me do I mean that the arguments the argument has been made that a mine in order to begin operating needs all those permits anyway um, which order they come in really you know does it matter um, I think they're just looking to they see should that they
14: have everything set to go before they come here. Well, the and county then, has full disclosure we're the ones that have to live with them the state doesn't
2: so then from the mine side they say you know if, if you get all that done through dnr and and get through reclamation plan approved and then you get to the conditional use permit and it's denied now you've done all that yeah, work that's
14: cost to doing business yeah, it's I a risky take state. go to a different county then
2: those are just <laughs> those are just the couple of different arguments that the, um, if you want to leave that in there, the one thing I would change would be they're not county-approved documents.
4: Right, they're not. It
2: would just, I would just say well, documents as specified within, I would get rid of that county-approved because the only one that's county-approved is the Reclamation Plan. Everything else is federal, state, and other local permits. So that could include the towns, if the town had a permit,
0: like Wilton, if it was in Wilton, that could include Wilton's. I can certainly see both sides. I mean, I can see your point, Paul, but I can also see what Allison sort of spoke to, and that's you have to start somewhere. So maybe get the county permit, and then you know, these and I don't companies know what spend <laughs> hundreds of
14: millions of dollars to set up these operations to make hundreds of times more. I mean.
0: I guess I can't so speak to that because right. I don't actually know what. Uh, I mean, I can speculate what what it is, but uh, I have I, I have no facts to back that up.
18: Well, it's like that guy that came and didn't have his permits in order, and we approved it And then he's going to. Well, we haven't seen him back yet. I don't know if he's got him or he didn't get him.
0: That would be a way of knowing that
2: they have them, for sure. Yes.
0: Correct. And I think that individual, our permit, depended on him getting his other
14: permit. That's what we were told. I haven't seen that.
0: (laughs) All right, well, we'll underline that. Allison did make a good point. It shouldn't be counting. I would just
2: yeah I would just say documents as specified in that section okay because not all of those are going to be county approved
15: as you guys go through this if you
2: see typos let me know
1: too I know like lm I'm
2: not sure why they're a tile size but let me know I'll fix that too
1: got a yeah a okay. couple
16: Yes. another really brief comment so a company can get all of these uh, permits and they can still then have a catastrophic accident even though they've done all of the stuff correctly like the Tremplo river was just basically destroyed by a holding pond that had to be breached to save a guy's life whose mm-hmm. heavy machinery had fallen into the pond you probably all heard the story mm-hmm. you know and the and the oh, massive amount of chemicals ended up in the Tremplo River and killed every a whole life in the Tremblay River not that long ago you know and so you've got all the permits everything's in place but then the accident happens and you have all this poisoning so what can you do in this kind of application you know can you get can you force them to give you a huge amount of money up front in case there's an accident can you hold them liable in some way because that company I understand has gone bankrupt and now they're avoiding all liability they're just poof they're gone so, I mean, that's the, I think that's one of the many reasons why folks are interested in a ban. It's like, there's because no one's now, hold, you can't hold them accountable even though they had all the permits, they jumped through all the legal hoops, et cetera. So, how do you address that kind of thing in well, what you you're doing? you think
0: the DNR would, the water quality that would fall under the DNR. The company's gone. And
16: they, and they spoke to that. The company's gone.
10: Uh, right, they made a huge. I don't huge... think that's true. I just don't think that's an accurate statement. I guess it wasn't us. So I don't want to speak to somebody else's operation, but I'm pretty sure that was High crush and I'm pretty sure High crush isn't bankrupt, as far as I know, unless you know something. Like no, I I could be and, wrong, uh, but I think, I think you are. And, but the and I poisoning also know still that happened. The N.R. came and, and, and spoke to uh, a group that I was at to, about that incident and said that you know basically, uh, whenever it is 12 months later, there's you know virtually no impact. So I don't, I
0: don't know if we can ever put enough. And, Information in there to ever to ever accomplish everything. It, it's just like giving someone a driver's license, and and they drive for thirty. Sure, years but they
16: don't destroy the local river. And if all they, of a sudden, they kill yeah, somebody.
0: Yeah. I would I would equate that as the same. So.
14: Is there? You're required to have insurance on your car. So is there like a bond that we could require as a county for them?
5: Like for
16: accident liability. Yeah. It's like, like how do you hold them? Catastrophe or in, in that eventuality. I mean you should really push the envelope and see what you can legally do to hold them accountable. If, Wouldn't if your company
18: have insurance to cover that?
10: Uh, we yep, we do have yeah, an insurance just... and, and yeah. we do have a bond and I mean yeah. And it's also not, I guess, in the language if, that we're that's on the agenda that we're speaking to tonight, so this is kind of a different oh, okay. area.
15: You have insurance, but if Another you go country. out of business,
14: the county doesn't have the insurance.
3: Correct. So,
6: uh, I guess
10: is what I, I don't, don't. I guess I'm not following. You
1: can I make a comment. You can declare bankruptcy and you're done. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> we still have the problem. That's right. But the
10: insurance company doesn't go bankrupt with us. And yeah, but you're current on are premium. You're not liable you're, anymore. You're, so I,
16: you're
0: not. I think this is kind of out of the realm. I think now. so too. Yeah. Oh, I, I think they're all very good at like, all. Like, listen, like to listen! To one comment. <laughs> we, I've been very patient with everybody. But we're not getting anywhere by, by arguing back and forth and, and we're kind of getting off subject here. And my duty as the chairperson is to keep order and keep focused on what we're at. And, and that definitely is sort of they're nice comments, but then that's as far as it should go. We shouldn't have a discussion back and forth, and we shouldn't, and I already repeated for the, this will be my third time, not to get into a debate back and forth and try and defend one side versus the other. Because you gain nothing. Now, as far as the insurance and everything, that's probably something that's not a bad idea, but I think... Um, it's above and beyond the committee, and it should go with the uh, attorney to look into that and see what the possibilities are. If we can put it in there, if we can't put it in there, that's more an Andy Kafton question, not necessarily a debate that we should have back and forth whether we like it or we don't. Once we get a, once we get a statement back from Andy and we want to put it in there, there could be a discussion back and forth.
1: That sounds logical.
0: Mm.
6: My understanding is that that's fairly standard in these situations with mines is to require a reclamation bond and and a bond in case
0: they go bankrupt. Because mines are famous for this. You're absolutely right, but I think we were talking about something else.
1: We're talking about a different way. We're talking about an axe. As
4: part of the application process, because this gentleman brought up the fact of contamination with rivers and such, I think it would be important that uh, the company provide a map of all the surface waters within a certain uh, area of the mine, as well as every well and... Whether
0: it be agricultural,
1: residential, and that should be part of your
0: application. That's in there. They do. That's the mapping as well as uh, when we get when we get back further. It actually it with the <coughs> with the contact of uh, of a certain radius around around the mine. That's all. That's all in there as well.
4: But shouldn't it be part of your application? Shouldn't it be? I think
0: it's more under the standard conditions
4: of uh, requirements
0: and that's where you get into the we can certainly uh, discuss that um, what I'm going by is a previous is is four previous sample ordinances I mean we're not trying to invent the wheel here we're trying to we're trying to uh, use sample applications to make audits. So with the, with the other applications they did not include that in there. I'm not saying that it shouldn't be in there but it's going to have to maybe be a little more research before I would say yes or no.
2: you have seen that because we require that in a, right now in our application, the wells within a mile. Of I the think ground. I saw it in the
8: ordinance here too.
2: I've seen it in the list of the application requirements.
0: Yeah, but maybe, I'm, maybe I
10: maybe it was on a different one.
0: It was it was Angelo,
10: Angelo's got mm-hmm. a mile radius, mm-hmm. and there's it's number six in those general conditions. All wells with the one mile, so well, that's test.
4: That's not a requirement to provide the
15: maps.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: for that now as well as within a mile of the the site, especially if you're going to test it in a later section where you don't even know where they are.
4: As well as surface waters.
2: Well that's on the website, aerial photos. You can see that that would be on their topographic map
0: How far were we supposed to get down you know, in
2: It was just going to be through that top portion, through the permit application um, requirements. All right.
0: Well, I guess we've accomplished that. Any other? Hmm? Is this
18: uh, one that you can't do? Seems pretty
2: simple.
0: Yeah. So, well, it's not on the agenda to go that far. Oh.
2: Well, it, the whole thing is on the agenda. I just mentioned that on the website to give people focus that if they wanted to comment for this meeting, that that would be what what, what we're going to be, be, be discussing. So they to comment and. It'll be, um, the draft will be on the website a lot sooner now, so it'll be on there longer for people to go to over and comment. Um, and if you want to look at everything we did before and then do the next few sections or at the next meeting, or what are your thoughts on that?
18: What are your thoughts?
0: To be honest, for me is. And- my mind is flooded. I mean, there's a lot of new things that came in and tonight with the discussion and everything. And, and to continue, uh, if that's what the committee wants to do, if that's what we'll do, but uh, maybe this is a good stopping point to uh, to okay. it. And then and then we can uh, verse ourselves with the next few pages and. Uh,
2: Forty-seven, six forty-six would cover one, two, three, almost four pages. Do you just want to do that one section
0: for next meeting. For
2: next meeting. I think so. Then
10: I can list that on the website. Okay. Yeah, there's an awful lot in there. I, yeah. there I, is. I think you're taking on a lot to try and do that all in, in one meeting. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm just saying you may want to think about breaking that up into a, a couple of meetings. And we can do that at the next meeting if we see that, that, oh, it's uh,
0: What do you have for public
10: hearings?
2: We have
1: two um, cell towers for next month. The I'm just going to request that you do put the uh, previous revisions. I don't know if that's possible to have like a folder up to the side, like anywhere you have the old minutes or something, and you'd have like previous revisions just so we could look back at what has been changed.
2: Well that's another question. Do you want um, like this one's draft with this, the last meeting date on there and then the next draft I was planning on calling it um, with this meeting date on it and having that in the heading. Do we want a copy of each draft or just want to copy the latest draft with like changes from the last meeting highlighted
0: or how do you want to I think it would be important to have the first draft and the second draft, so that you can compare each. Okay. But I think at some point, at some point, some of those pages are going to fall by the wayside as we, the first pages are going to fall by the wayside. They'll, they'll been discussed. They've been at the meeting twice or three times, and so those would no longer show up. But the, but as we continue and things change in the ordinance, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
2: I'm just thinking that. Uh Maybe doing a color scheme for things that are highlighted that were changed at this meeting. And I'll have a key and a legend or something on there. To kind of track that so everybody's clear on when what was changed.
0: Or so are we good with that?
17: Just yeah, just don't put, Just delete and then you have to put what you deleted.
14: To highlight your changes. Yeah. Like you've done well, like yeah. Past I mean, in the, the past,
2: I've I've done like one things that did get deleted. I've just put a strike through. Strike through. Yeah. Yeah. And then if like that one section, if we're gonna move it um, into the front, that yeah. goes with definitions. So I'll strike through it there and then say yeah. moved to section, you know, and then have that in italics with a color, so that you can see that this was one of the changes made at the May meeting.
12: Oh, real good.
1: We already did that.